He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith, Intercom Studios, Miracle Mile. Recording live on a Tuesday. I know you're going to hear this on a Wednesday. It's a little gloomy outside. A little rainy, but for some reason, there was no traffic getting to the Miracle Mile from Cerritos, which is interesting because it's never like that, right? Never like that. It normally takes me an hour, a little bit of change to tap into the studio from where I live. But today, it took only about 45 minutes. Not going to complain about that. I can tell you that. Felt good getting here, moving through traffic quickly. And, uh, you know, this is Los Angeles, baby. You can get anywhere in 30 minutes um, if there's no traffic. You know, Los Angeles is built that way. So, uh, nevertheless, I'm glad to be here on the mic and engage with you all who are listening. Please tap in with me every Wednesday, every Friday. I got the heat for you. Number one high school football podcast in America. But let's get to today's show. We got some recruiting news. I got a sleeper of the week, again, from the L.A. City section. Again, I like to highlight the city section. The city section does not get very much coverage, does not get very much love. I like to highlight their prospects. They're inner city schools, poorly funded schools, most times poorly ran schools, and their athletes need a little bit of exposure. So I like to tap in to the city section as much as I can and find prospects who are twinkling under the radar for college recruiters to uh, to check out. So um, I got a sleeper from the city section. And then I got my hot takes. Not a long show today. Um, you know, not much going on in the offseason. I don't really cover seven on seven. It's not my thing. Um, who cares about guys running around in shorts and t-shirts? I don't. But got some hot takes. Talk a little bit about LeBron and the Lakers domination this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about the coronavirus and uh in in Deion Sanders tweet which made a lot of sense but I think it gives a it gives a, a chance for people to think um a little bit more closer to home we'll talk a little bit about the interest rates the feds the federal banks they've cutting the interest rates we'll talk a little bit about Ohio State assistant coaches who are making over a million dollars it's crazy and I'll talk a little bit about my two favorite teams, schools, teams, probably two favorite coaches, Mario Cristobal, Oregon, Coach Ed O'Geron, LSU. Let's get moving. It's time for recruiting. The Transparent Truth Recruiting Report. All right, recruiting this week. Just some offers. I want to talk a little bit about 2023 athlete on Oaks Christian, Jalen Lewis, got a Southern Miss offer. 2022 defensive back out of St. John Bosco, Tavion Beasley with a big Oregon State offer. 2021 Oaks Christian linebacker Ethan Calvert got a Wazoo offer. 2022 Sierra Canyon defensive back Kamari Ramsey with a Washington Washington and an Oregon State offer. Congratulations to Kamari. Had a big weekend like LeBron did. 2023 modern day linebacker Leviticus Sua. Uh, he had an Oregon offer. He got an Oregon offer over the weekend. He was up there on an unofficial visit. 2022 quarterback up out of Inglewood, Justin Martin, got an Oregon and Oregon State offer. Visited both schools on unofficials. Congratulations to him. 
2023 Bosco quarterback Pierce Clarkson, the son of, of course, uh, Steve Clarkson, the quarterback coach. He got Oregon and Oregon State again on unofficial visits this weekend. Congratulations to him. And uh, congratulations to all you guys. If I didn't mention you who got offers over the weekend, but let me remind you. Offers mean they're interested. That's all it means. I know it's fun and exciting to get the attention to say you got an offer. I know it's fun to post it on Twitter. I know it's cute to have these analysts call you and talk about your offer. But the offer just means they're interested. You do not have an offer until you have a letter of intent in front of you. That's just to make sure that we're clear. But congratulations to those guys who have got interest. That's what they need to be called. They need to be called interest from these schools. Um, Lastly, a part of recruiting, LSU had their junior day. Big time five stars showing up in Baton Rouge. Rajon Davis, five-star modern-day linebacker who's committed to LSU, was in the building, took some nice photos. He looks to be in great shape. Excited about Rajon and LSU. I think it's a terrific fit. And also, number one defensive tackle in the country, Mr. Mason Smith out of Huma, Louisiana, was also in the building at Louisiana State University. Also taking a lot of pictures, looking great in his LSU um, uniform. He is not committed. He does have a top two, but he is not committed. He's not talking about who his top two are. But hopefully I get him on the show Friday and we'll have a conversation. Hopefully he'll let us in on a little bit of what he's thinking. Oregon, also, I don't know if they had a junior day, but they just had a big recruiting weekend. A lot of kids from Southern California up there. Not sure if they got any commits to Oregon. But they had a lot of kids touring facilities, meeting coaches, taking pictures. And uh, it was good for them. Also, uh, don't let me forget, Christian Dixon, wide receiver from Modern Day 2021. He was also in the building up at LSU with Ray John Davis, his high school teammate. So the Tigers recruiting well. Oregon Ducks recruiting well. Love both coaches, love both schools, and uh, rooting for both groups. You know, doesn't mean I'm, I'm rooting for them over other people. I just really like those guys. And I really like what they're doing. Let's move along. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It's time, my favorite part of the show. We get to spy in the spine of shot on somebody who needs that love. It's time for our sleeper of the week. It's time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, my sleeper of the week this week comes from, again, the L.A. City section. Listen, man, if you are not familiar with L.A. City football, you got to remember, back in the 1980s, early 90s, L.A. City football was everything. You talk about Banning, you talk about Dorsey, you talk about Carson. 
Talk about the Gene Volnagels, right? You talk about some great players, some great games. Guys like, you know, Bino Bryant. Guys like Lamont Warren. I mean, you know, the who's who of high school football back in that day. Now the city section is run down. Kids running the private schools. City sections hurting for talent, hurting for leadership, hurting for coaching. But they still got a few players. One spotlight, Fatua Kivante Henry out of Lock High School. He's a 2022 defensive end outside linebacker. Stands about 6'4", 6'5", maybe about 210 pounds. He's an edge player. He's got length and athleticism. He's got an explosive get-off. He's a problem rushing the passer and running down the football from the blind side. Now, he needs to put on weight. I think that'll come in due time. He's 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 part Polynesian. So at some time, at some point in time, that way is gonna come on. But what a good looking prospect. Again, 2022 defensive end, outside linebacker, 6'4, 6'5, 210, and uh, a lot of range. A lot of range, man. Sideline to sideline, can run you down from behind, can rush the passer, long arm, can change direction, can take on blocks, can stack and shed. Love his ability to you know, plant, turn, and run to the football. People, that's an underrated part of playing defense. The ability to react quickly on balance and burst with your foot in the ground. Love that about Fatua Toa, Kivante. Love the name as well. Love the name. Big time player, man. Kivante Henry, Fatua Toa. Kevante Henry, 2022 Locked Defensive End. Congratulations, young man. You are this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. Let's move along. Got some hot takes. You know, with, with there being less activity in the offseason, gives me a chance to just throw my thoughts out there on things that are happening or things that have happened in society, in sports. And, you know, listen, I talk sports and I love to talk sports. Don't get me wrong. If I could talk sports every day, if my life depended on it or not, love to talk sport. But I'm a man. I'm a human. I understand what's going on in the world. I see what's going on in the world. I have thoughts about it. Now, maybe you don't want to hear my thoughts. Maybe you do. But I'm going to share them regardless. So here we go. LeBron's dominant weekend. Lakers they take on the Milwaukee Bucks. LeBron takes on the challenge after AD gets in foul trouble, starts guarding. Giannis and, and, and really locks him up. Giannis gets hurt. Le- LeBron takes over. I think he had like 37, 7, and 8. Big time game. Lakers win by 10 or 11. I think it was 113-102. LeBron was pretty dominant in that game. Fast forward to Sunday's game versus the Clippers. Kawhi has been having LeBron's number this year. Kawhi is a great player. And I thought Kawhi played a really good game. But LeBron was great. He was downhill with the basketball. He was physical at the rim. He played great defense, I thought, in the second half on Kawhi. And even though Paul George lit up the Lakers for 20-plus in the first half, I thought LeBron's leadership and his intensity and his physicality really propelled the Lakers. But don't forget about Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was, was great. He had about five threes. He had 24 points, I believe. Kuzma played some very good defense and rebounded the ball well. AD came on strong in the second half. Lakers with a dominant weekend 
And I think what that did was push LeBron maybe to the forefront of the MVP, MVP race. Now, here's what I'm going to do for you guys. I'm going to give you a little nugget. LeBron was plus 1,100 before this weekend to win the MVP. After the weekend, he's plus 300. Look at those odds. If you got him at plus 1,100, and let's say you went in there and you put down a measly, I don't know, 10 grand, you're going to win $100,000. You're going to win over $100,000. Now, yeah, plus 300, you go out there and put in a measly five grand, you're going to win yourself $15,000. If I was you, I'd make my bet in Vegas. LeBron to win it. Because listen here, the Lakers will only be underdogs, possibly, at Toronto. That's the only game they'll be underdogs the rest of the year. Giannis is still hurt from the Laker game. And the Bucs have lost three or four. I think the MVP is slipping out of Giannis's hand and arriving into LeBron's hands really quickly. Really, really quickly. I think it's Le- LeBron's MVP to lose. I don't think he'll lose it. As long as he stays healthy, I think the Lakers may take over as the best record in the league. I think LeBron wins the MVP. And if you're smart, you put a little cash on it. Yeah, put a little 500 on it. 500 collects you 2,000. When you put you down your 500, you win 1,500, you collect 2,000. Put a little something on it. I'm going to put a little something on it. I think LeBron wins the MVP. And, you know, Giannis has been great. But I think the Lakers either end up with the best record in the league or close to it. And LeBron's domination especially this weekend. I think the, the second half of the season has been pretty clear. Giannis, great fo- great basketball player, has a propensity to struggle against other great players in clutch moments. I'm going with LeBron. That's my take. Let's move along. Um, let's talk a little coronavirus. You know, Deion Sanders put out a tweet earlier this morning. I know you're going to hear this on a Wednesday, but I'm talking Tuesday morning, Okay. Deion Sanders puts out a tweet, and it was a, it was it was a strong tweet by Deion. Right? There's a virus that has the whole world's attention because it's a threat to all. But there's been a poverty, educational, healthcare, parenting, joblessness, crime, and racial virus that's been killing our communities forever. Let's focus on this one with the same solvency, please. Here's my take on that, Deion. In a perfect world, that's a just statement. And I think that Dion is feeling himself a little bit too much on social media. A lot of what he does is for likes and retweets. This is a tweet for likes and retweets. Dion, what you're saying is not saying that is untrue, because it's true. But let's be serious. Everybody is not finna focus on racial problems. Everybody's finna not finna focus on joblessness. Everybody's not about to focus on crime or health care. People are going to focus on what they feel affects them. They're not going to focus on things that don't affect them. They have enough issues in their life that they need to focus on the task at hand. Now, I get it, Dion. 
What you're saying is true. But let's not be naive. I think your heart is in the right place, Dion. But come on. Ain't gonna happen. And to put the tweet out, I think it screams likes and retweets. Eh, I'm over that, you know? Some people let Twitter run the world or run their world, not me. I'm cool. Keep it real. Keep it true, but keep it real. Not gonna happen. Now you can you can wish upon a star all you want, but I live in the real world. Let's move along. Let's talk a little Ohio State. In this article that I read the other day, Ohio State has four coaches this season who are gonna make over one million dollars. Four coaches on their staff. Their OC, their DC. I'm, I'm talking for assistant coaches. I'm not even talking about Ryan Day, the head coach. I believe it's the assistant coaches. The OC, the DC. I think, I think the D-line coach and the O-line coach. And then Ryan Day. <clears throat> their, their staff cumulative earnings are going to be in one year over $8 million. That is crazy. I remember when, you know, 10 years ago, maybe, let me think, it's 2020, maybe about 10 years ago, there were only a few coaches making, head coaches now across the country making over a million bucks. Now assistants, not even coordinators, position coaches are making over a million bucks. And I think that's where the game is going. More games, more TV, more advertisement, more money, more coaches going to get paid. Can Trevor Lawrence get a dollar? Can Amon Ross St. Brown get a dollar? Players got to get their money, man. If position coaches are making over a million dollars, how much should the players get paid? It's just foolishness. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So my take on that is, if assistant coaches, position coaches are making over a million dollars, how much are these kids worth? Or are they just worth an opportunity to go to class? Man, stop. Child, please. Get out of here. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Let's move along. Um, I want to give out some... I know I gave some Oregon and LSU love earlier, but let me just be clear. <clears throat> I work with a lot of the colleges. I talk to a lot of the coaches from a lot of different colleges across the country in terms of recruiting in terms of scouting evaluations um, but last year I became an LSU fan before the season and I have that documented right I've got receipts before the season not because they won a national title before the season even spent my own money to go down there and see them play in Tiger Stadium I just really like LSU I just really do. I love Coach O. I love the colors. I love Tiger Stadium. I just love how they get down. But do not fret. I love the Oregon Ducks as well. Love Coach Cristobal. Love the colors in the unis. Love the culture and the atmosphere. Now that my boy Rod Chance is on staff, I'm excited. Even more. Looking forward to what else they do there in Eugene. 
Got a lot of love for those two schools, those two coaches, staffs, those two coaches. Really do. But that does, not, that does not mean I don't have a lot of love for the other schools. Got a lot of love for Arizona State, Herm, AP, all them boys. A lot of love for Washington State, Coach Rolo. A lot of love for Washington, Coach Harris, Coach Lake. All them boys. Arizona, Coach Sum. Colorado, Coach Meat, Coach Durrell. I got a lot of love, man. A lot of love. You know, Dan Mullen over there in Florida. Lane Kiffin. Over there at Ole Miss. Tell you, a lot of love for a lot of these schools. But my favorites, just in terms of watching them play and, and being in the atmosphere of their stadium, is Oregon and LSU. I'm trying to get to the Oregon spring game. It's April the 20th. I'm headed down to LSU April 14th. Through the in the, the spring games on the 18th, and I think I'm flying back on the 19th. I'm gonna try to get up to Oregon for the spring game. If not, I am gonna be at Alton Stadium for the <clears throat> Ohio State Oregon game. It's either September 12th or September 19th. I can't remember, but I'm going, and I'm probably gonna go back to LSU for another game this year during the fall. So um, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Got love for all the schools. But those two in particular got a special place in my heart. That about does it for today's show. Appreciate you guys for joining me here on The Transparent Truth. Please tap in every Wednesday and every Friday. Tell your friends about The Transparent Truth. Download, subscribe, and leave a review. Apple iTunes, Radio.com, Omni, the Omni platform. I'm out there. Tap in with me. It's The Transparent Truth. Show some love. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.